0: Well, hello everyone. John Thornett here. Another episode of the Speaking Pharmacy Podcast. I hope you're all doing well in this uh, uh, crazy, crazy world that we're, we're living in. I know that um, speaking to uh, many of our clients, you know, the, the same issues roll through of uh, of uh, you know, chronic lack of uh, pharmacists available, even pharmacy assistants. People are struggling to get you know this era of full employment as they call it. Um, yeah, you know, it, it has its costs. And uh, you know, for pharmacies to be able to get staff is a particular problem at the moment. Getting pharmacists is just impossible. Um, and uh, some owners are doing some serious, serious hours at the moment, so there's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, but uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, and I hope, most importantly, I hope you're, you're looking after yourselves, uh, not only physically, but uh, I hope you're all looking after yourselves mentally. Um, and you know, do keep yourself in check. You know, we you, can we do a long day? Yes, uh, we can do a long day, or we can do a long week, we can do a long month, uh, but we can't sustain, you know, a lot of pressure and a lot of hours uh, without cost, and whether that cost is a, a physical or mental. Uh, so just make sure you look after yourselves. Uh, at, at peak here, we have a, uh, we call it a, a mental health day. So the first Friday of every quarter, uh, the, the troops have uh, half a day off to do uh, whatever they like, but um, but uh, under proviso that uh, they do something that's going to look after their mental health. And so um, I had, uh, well the, the, we're recording this on a Wednesday, so the Friday just gone. Um, I, had a, uh, I had my afternoon off. So I, I did the things that I love. I uh, had a, uh, a meditation out in uh, out in my backyard surrounded by trees and my uh, my beautiful native garden. So I did that and I did some yoga which was very nice. But then I did my other favorite thing and that's to to, to be amongst nature and uh, and that was uh, really really nice. So I just got a uh, got a bag and got the water bottle and uh, went uh, went uh, Walking through uh, Kings Park here, and uh, and uh, got some a lot of inspiration. So it was very good. So that that was that was mine. So say hello, Renee. Hello, everyone. Uh, Renee's here as well, uh, making sure that uh, uh, I speak properly and actually do this thing called a podcast. So she she keep me on my toes. So what else has been happening in our world? Um, well, uh, again, at the time we're recording this, uh, we've had, um, you know, the COVID cases are, uh, are jumping up. So we've got our split teams happening at the moment. So uh, we have, um, you know, half our team at home and the other, and the, the other half our team uh, are in the office. And, and then the, the next week we flick that around. And of course, because I'm boss, I just come and go and go as I please. Um, and uh, so we've been mostly okay here. Uh, but, um, uh, but there's a, there is an, an, actually another virus. It's not the COVID that's the problem. There's another virus that's, uh, causing us some grief and that's the virus of boyfriends. And, um, and when the boyfriends get COVID and then, uh, and then, uh, they, they take the girls out. So, uh, uh, that, that's the other one you need to be careful of. So, <laughs> so that, that, that one's, uh, cause a bit of problem. So we've had a few, uh, uh, here. Got it. Yeah. From uh, from boyfriend and uh, and Vix in uh, in isolation at the moment because of boyfriend and uh, and but yeah that's just the way it goes and we're no different than anyone else so uh, let's talk about uh, today's topic I want to talk to you about current trends in valuations now uh, as as you know uh, you know the, the the methodology by which we uh, apply for valuations never changes but. Uh, there's always issues that crops up and uh, particularly over the last uh, two years pharmacy land has uh, has had to deal with uh, a, a, a significant number of challenges and that's made the valuation process actually quite challenging um, you know if, if you think of the the basics of valuations and the methodology that we use for evaluation what we call, Capitalization of future maintainable earnings, and essentially what that is is basically your net profit per your financials divided, uh, sorry, with with after adjustments for you know interest, finance, cost, depreciation, all the rest of it, and divided by a cap rate. Now, that future maintainable earnings, and it's an important figure to to understand because future maintainable earnings there's three key terms there, okay. One is future. So we're looking at an earnings figure that the business is likely to make going forward. So even though we're very reliant on historical data, we've actually got to have an eye for the future. And so when we're looking at the last 12 months or the last uh, three years worth of uh, uh, financial statements, and we're looking at the profitability, we've got to look at what do we need to adjust in and out of that that's, that's not representative of the earnings of the business going forward. So there's that future element to it. Then there's also this other side of uh, maintainable. So what earnings can be maintained, as in in using the term like continuity, what earnings can be maintained going forward? Okay. So uh, earnings, which is your typical um, EBITDA uh, earnings before interest, tax depreciation, amortization, and amongst all that, um, you got EBITDA, then you got EBITDAC which is after COVID. And so then we have to adjust all this. So it, it's, it's brought up a, a number of issues and a number of challenges over the last few years that we've had to deal with. But I just want to talk to you about some uh, particular cases today, uh, some particular issues that, that are very relevant with the valuations we're doing at the moment. OK, so number one, the COVID vaccinations and, uh, and the, the, the rats. So if we look at particularly from um, uh, from January onwards, um, when there was um, or even last year from uh, uh, first of July onwards, um, when uh, there was a lot of vaccinations happening, um, you know, there was uh, uh, you know fairly sizable income streams coming into pharmacies for for vaccinations. Now, when we look at that income, we got to go back to this term of future maintainable earnings. And so that income stream from vaccinations, I said there was the, um, the, the period when everyone's having their first vaccination, then their second, then they're getting their third. Now, whether we have a fourth or not, who knows? Now, it's not gonna last forever, okay? Well, it, it's, it may always be there, as an element of vaccinations and boosters and whatever, but it's not likely to continue at that same, same rate when a good 99% of the population, give or take, uh, has been vaccinated to some extent. And so when you're looking at that income, you think, well, what is, is it a future income stream? Well, not to the same extent it's not. Is it maintainable? If we look at the earnings that we've had before, are they maintainable? Well not really. And so an important part when doing valuations at the moment, you're looking at that vaccination income and and the same applies to the sale of the the rats as well. Um, Are they likely to continue at the same rate? Well that's debatable. So we're looking at and trying to define uh, and trying to determine an earnings figure within that definition of future maintainable earnings. COVID, vac- COVID vaccinations and the rats is one thing that we look, we probably need to uh, look at that as an income stream and, and, and apply the argument, well, it's not necessarily representative of future income streams and it's, it's, um, and, uh, it's not necessarily maintainable at the same levels. So they will probably need to be uh, factored down. Um so that so that that brings in a, a little challenge, but that's something that we need to factor down. Now the other issue at the moment, and you know this is uh relevant really uh, across Australia, is pharmacist wage rates. Now uh, you know there's been employment strains for you know quite some time, and for pharmacy owners to actually get a pharmacist and to hire a pharmacist is particularly challenging, like there's just none around, okay, none around at all, and that's quite challenging, um, you know, because as you know, the people come and go, as you know, um, you know, whether it's through people find another job or whatever, you know, maternity leave, whatever, um, people come and go, um, but their ability to replace those pharmacists is, you know, that, that's not easy to do. And, and as we all know, the laws of supply and demand never go away. And so when you have very strong demand and then you have um, yeah, very, very low supply, what's the impact? The costs go up. And so that's what we're seeing is that wage rates for pharmacists have been going up. Um, there was an article in the AJP yeah, quite a few weeks ago now. Um, where they're saying that uh, pharmacists are demanding eighty dollars an hour, and of we've had evidence of that through our own uh, client base of uh, interviewing pharmacists and being, um, you know, and, and then wanting eighty plus dollars an hour, you know, there is no argument um, amongst the client base that pharmacists aren't worth it. Are they worth it? Yes, they're worth it, but the model doesn't support that level of wage. Um, yeah, you know, but uh, owner would owners like to pay it? if they can afford it? Yes, and so you know th- there's there's some issues there. And so when we're looking at again, we're looking at the term future maintainable earnings. You've got to have a look at the the cost base on in that earnings period. And when you're looking at pharmacists, for example, they may be paid say thirty eight dollars an hour, um, but. You know, it, that's is that representative of what wage costs are now? Look, not really. And so, when you're looking at future maintainable earnings, it's also possible that we need to look at um, what the uh, what the the your staff, particularly your pharmacists, were previously paid uh, versus what current rates are. And uh, you know that that that's likely to be an issue going forward. And we probably need to to, to look at that. Um, you know, because wage rates are going up, particularly in pharmacists and what they were paid in the 2020 financial year and even the 21 financial year. You know, the, the, what they were paid then is very different than what they're, they're paid now and what they're worth now. And if they ask for 45, you know, they can they can get it and they can get it easy. And so that that's another cost there that we need to look into. Um, now, the other one we need to look into here are, owner's hours. And so a a basic concept in valuations is is it's always on a fully staffed basis which means we always got to take into account a cost for the hours that a owner is rostered on. Now particularly with the shortage of pharmacists what you find naturally is that the owners are doing more hours not only to to fill uh, you know, uh, the role of a, a pharmacist that's previously left, but the owners are also the ones who are doing, were doing the vaccinations as well. And, uh, you know, and there's, I've, I've had more than enough conversations with owners lately who have been doing, who are doing, you know, 70 plus hours a week. And, uh, and let's be honest, again getting a little bit tired and cranky too, um, but that's okay. Um, it's probably quite justified, I think. Um, and so, you know, we've all, when we're uh, applying evaluation methodology here, we've got to look at owner's hours and we've got to factor in a wage for all the hours the owner is working in the store and at a, at a current market hourly rate. And so when our owners are uh, uh, particularly doing more hours uh, than normal, uh, just out of demand and, and, and have to, so we've, we've got to reflect that cost there. And the cost at current market rates, and so uh, as we just uh, discussed, you know, it's a lot higher than what it, than what it previously was. So that's the other issue that we need to look out there and that, to look out for there, and that's to really identify what uh, owners' hours are and to correctly identify um, what those uh, what those wage rates are. Um, now, next one. Now. We spoke with a few of the issues that are around at the moment regarding, uh, regarding how some of the issues that impact future maintainable earnings. Then there's this cap rate underneath. Now capitalization rate is essentially it's a measure of two things. It's a measure of uh, like a return on investment type principle of the return that uh, you're likely to get from investing in an asset, but it's also a measure of risk, as well. Now, if we have you know a, a, a simple example, we've got uh, two assets, uh, you know, both with same income streams, but one is a lot more riskier than the other. And so, as a basic concept, if if you are going to invest in either one of these assets, uh, but one is a lot more riskier than the other, as a general principle you're not willing to invest as much in an asset where there's a lot more risk attached to that income stream. On the other case, you know, as, a, as a, again as a general principle is people are happy to invest more in an asset where that income stream is safer, okay, and it's subject to less risk. So of course, you know, with a given income stream, the higher the risk, the higher the cap rate, earnings divided by cap rate, if if that cap rate is high, the valuation is lower. Subsequently, given the same level of income, uh, a safer asset means a lower cap rate, and that means the valuation is higher. So just as a general principle, um, now we've got this sort of quite an unusual environment in which there's a... uh, uh, a little bit of uncertainty going forward. Now whilst pharmacies have had some pretty good growth rates over the um, yeah, 21 financial year and leading into uh, 22 year to date, and uh, yeah, most pharmacies are, I've seen are showing some good consistent growth in, in, in turnover, and then that's really pleasing, particularly uh, retail. Now re- retail you know, went for you know, a good 10 years of having negative, negative growth. Uh, but to see good consistent growth in retail is, I mean, it's quite pleasing and it's really good to see. Um, but uh, like uh, everything in pharmacy, there's always this uh, question mark, there's always this cloud on the horizon, which has always been there. Um, but we've got this era now of, well, we've got this threat of inflation. We've got this uh, threat of inflation of inflation uh, Potentially rising interest rates. Now they can't stay as they were because they were at historical levels. So naturally, they're only going to ever go up eventually. But then you've got with inflation, you've got fuel costs, you've got costs of living, you've got uh, food costs all going up. Now, when those costs go up, there's a you know the 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 natural order of things is is uh, if cost of living goes up and interest rates goes up, and mortgage repayments go up, and blah, 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 blah. What happens? People have less disposable income. Less disposable income means they spend less. And so you've got this question mark of um, whilst pharmacies had this nice growth, you've got this question mark of, well, what's the, how's that going to impact things going forward? And uh, you know the, the, how's that going to impact impact uh, consumer spending, and how's that going to revolve back into uh, the world of pharmacy? So it just creates that little bit of uncertainty as to what uh, what future growth in pharmacy is going to be like. And um, you know, one thing that we know is that uh, you know, how things have gone in the past is certainly you no know, reflection of how things are going to be going in the future. And so. Uh, you know where we've had uh, good growth uh, in pharmacy and that's been really good and all of us certainly hope that's going to continue but we've got some outside threats there and what does, that, what does that mean for consumer spending and is the current growth rate in pharmacy going to just, just uh, pull back a little bit. And of course with cap rates, one of the other things that influences cap rates and not only uh, the, a measure of risk but it's also a measure of supply and demand, okay? Now, as we've seen with wage rates, where we've got uh, high demand for pharmacists, but very low supply, what happens? Wage rates goes up. Now, the same thing is happening in uh, pharmacy business values as well, because, you know, we look at the moment, there's a relatively low supply of We've got a relatively low supply of uh, uh, pharmacies available for sale, but we've actually got very high demand at the moment too. And so what that's causing is um, you know, some of the, the sale values uh, to, to, to grow and, and you know, particularly the evidence that I've seen over the last three, six months of what pharmacies are sold for is that uh, you know, many are, are getting premiums and, uh, and, and the sale values are going up and there's been some uh, you know, quite good uh, premiums on, on some pharmacies. And so that law of supply and demand is very strong. It's very strong indeed. And uh, of course that's uh, having an impact on sale values and of course that, that's uh, in turn having an impact on, on valuations. And so uh, that, um, a, as you would expect, uh, you know, when you, we're always constantly revising what we do and looking at what the market's doing. And there are times when uh, we're revising the cap rates up because where demand has, has fallen. Um, you know, at the moment we're looking at uh, our, our cap rates on valuations and, and pulling them down uh, because of uh, supply and demand and, and, um, and uh, what, what uh, pharmacies are selling for. So it, it's, it's creating a number of issues. And you know, one of the other issues, in the world of pharmacy, particularly as you're looking at, um, and this is very location specific too. When we're going back to the concept of future maintainable earnings, now when we're choosing that earnings figure, okay, don't necessarily assume that we are using the last twelve months, because it's not always the case. You know what we're what we're using here, what we're choosing, what is an earnings figure that the pharmacy is likely to maintain going forward. Okay, so that's the principle. Now, most times typically that's uh, the last 12 month period because that last 12 month period is fairly typically fairly representative of the current trends in the pharmacy. But it's not always the case. Now, if you are I'd say a pharmacy in the the, the one of the CBDs um, or in uh, shopping centres, for example, yeah, uh, you know, you've had um, you know a fairly rocky road over the last couple of years in the impacts of uh, in the impacts of um, of of COVID on uh, pharmacy earnings, and when those earnings are up, down, sideways, and going all over the place, uh, you know you've got this era of well, those pharmacies in CBD, what what is their typical earning stream? Because we look at the last few years of uh, issues of people working from home. Uh, not as many people going out. Um, you know, border closures. Not as many tourists wandering through CBD. There's been a lot of issues that have impacted pharmacy turnover in those in those centres. But of course, we're in a different environment now, where you know Australia is, and all the states are a lot more open. We're freer to travel, and there's tourists coming around. And you know, people uh, will return to the to uh, working in, the, in their offices. You know, I think working from home is potentially always going to be there, but maybe to a lesser extent. Um, and so it just raises that big question as to what are the earnings going forward? And some is seen in a case like that, it could potentially be quite difficult to measure. And so sometimes taking an average of several years or even placing less weight on say 2020 financial year and 21 financial year. And you may potentially put more weighting towards earnings in the 19 year where there was less issues. And so you got this issue here of how do you actually determine earnings in some cases where the, you know, the last sort of two and a half years haven't been representative of of normal pharmacy. But of course, if you're a pharmacy out in, in the suburbs next to an IGA, small shopping center, those types of things, you know, they've had a great time of it. And they've had you know, quite consistent growth. And so they potentially have uh, less issues attached to them. So you know, the, the COVID and the issues that we've had over the last three years and even uh, issues that are currently in place at the moment. Yeah, you know, they, they raise some issues for us in valuations. Um, it's having impacts on uh, the capitalization rates, particularly on supply and demand. Um, but, uh, you know, potentially that may need to be tempered back. Uh, if there's, you know, inflationary pressures and, uh, and um, cost of living pressures, uh, interest rates pressures, you know, that may need to be uh, tempered back a little bit. Um, how we determine our earnings there's a number of issues there that we need to be careful about, but of course, above all, all, all pharmacies are different, and so this we very much got to apply these things on a case by case basis. So, I just wanted to go through uh, some of those issues that are that are current in valuations at the moment. Um, but of course, if uh, if any anyone out there has got a question on their valuation. Um, and have got uh, issues that they want to discuss, yeah, please open up. You can go to our website, can't they? And um, and how can they book a, an appointment through? So they'd like to have a consultation with you. So I'm, I'm looking at Renee here, and pl- <laughs> please help me out here on how. Yeah, so you can go to our contact um, tab on the website, and you can contact Joanna for a consultation, or there's also um, our Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. You can always message us there. Or there's an email, um, which you can di- just directly email as well. Yep, yep. So get in contact. If you do have questions or you're not sure about something and um, or if you're thinking about uh, potentially selling and you would like an appraisal, yeah, please reach out. Um, more than happy to help out. And um, you know, discuss some of the issues that you've got. So, thank you, thank you for your time. As I said, look after yourselves, guys. Look after your mental health. Um, you know, take some time out. Do whatever you need to do to to look after yourselves mentally. Um, you because know, it's uh, it, it, it's it's far too important. So, uh, look after yourselves, guys. And uh, no doubt, uh, Renee and I will be back soon to talk to you about more stuff. Thank you. Talk soon. See ya. Bye.